My settings are all fucked up on this thing. It seems like ages since I've used Skype for anything. <clears throat> it certainly wasn't for recording a podcast. Well, oh man, I've not even I've not even had a Skype conversation with anybody. I just hope they are backed up on a server in. I looked at a chain and I, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about because just the little note popped up. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> uh, right, yeah. His Kurt Russell nudes. Of course. Yes. Well, as long as that's safe, then right. everything should be all right. I am logging out of Facebook. That's smart. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Alright, it looks like we're on the cusp of dog chaos in this room. Cool. Well, I've got Ziggy kicking off, so, well, he isn't kicking off now, but he was. So expect the thin black duke to um, be a mouthy little gobshite, as per the room. Right now I'm looking over at Odie, and there's my open bed in the room. There's his, there's his dog bed sitting there. Uh-huh. And where where is he sitting? Immediately next to both of those on the floor, licking his foot. Oh, animal. like an asshole! <laughs> He's got every bed in the world. So like, no, I'll have this. Oh man, I'll tell you, Shane, it is tea weather. I'm drinking coffee. Oh my god! Yeah, how's that for a fucking turn up? In the UK, they let you do that. Well, nobody fucking rules me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm actually drinking decaf coffee. Um, because in the evenings, I drink it and it actually helps me sleep better. There you go. So I'm not completely off my tits on caffeine. Yeah. For a change. Uh, I probably should have checked if this had caffeine or not. Hmm. Oh, I didn't. Tea is tea, in it? Well, we've got some chamomile and mm. some, uh, well, I don't even remember the name of it. It's like a lemon something or other, and that has no caffeine in it, that I know. Yeah, you drink all that weird shit over there, don't you? Oh, sure. This one is a Bengali spice. Okay. It's got a picture of a Bengal tiger on the cover, so it's good. Hmm. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, man. That feels good. All right. Well, since Mike's not showing up, let's uh, let's get this thing on the move here. Yeah. You are recording. You've got the backup set. Uh, don't question me. I, I do, after the last few times that you've well, back Of course up. it's recording. Yes. <laughs> as, as he hits the record button on the backup. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I am fucking stupid. <laughs> oh dear. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts Ryan, Shane, and Mike.
Alright, here we go, Shane. All You Need Is Blood. Episode number 81, and my chair is in the wrong spot. I'm hitting my desk. Oh. <laughs> Off to a hot start. Yay. Oh, shit. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Uh, on the podcast, I'm joined by my co-host, only one this time, Mr. Shane Smith. Mike Whittemore is indisposed at the moment. Uh, too busy, I don't know, saving, defending... Saving his um, Keith... Um, Keith? Uh, Kurt Russell nudes. Yes. To, defending, um, defending his Kurt Russell nudes to the death from Comcast, who's come yeah. to steal them. And he's currently putting them in a Swedish account. <laughs> Swiss account, sorry. It's not Swedish, is it? It's Swiss. It's always a Swiss. Maybe it's, maybe it's both. That's the trick. It could be. You might have a plethora of them. That's the way to do it. So, yeah, anyway. but that's all right, Shane. We'll tackle this thing. We'll yeah. uh, we'll get her done. Yo, bitches, we're back. <laughs> twenty twenty. I almost said twenty nineteen. Yeah. Wow. I, I still fuck that up like almost every day. I'm like, it's twenty nineteen. Let's roll, and everyone's like, no, it's not. Shit. But it is now. It's twenty twenty. Now it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Is this the first podcast of the new year, or is this the second? This is the first, Shane. We haven't done anything. Holy shit, really? I know. We have we have been fucking up. It's been rough. I've had a rough couple of weeks myself. I know Mike's been busy with work, and you have been uh, traipsing all over the UK. I have indeed. So I'm off again in two weeks. Another trip, is it? Yeah. I am off to a music festival in Chester, and um, Ed is performing on both days. So, oh, I'm, cool! I'm going to be staying at Ed's. I'm going to be hanging out with him, listening to lots of unsigned metal bands. Cool. And um, possibly coming back with tinnitus and a gammy leg, like I did last time. Uh, what was that? A, a gammy gam- leg. Gammy leg. Dodgy leg. Oh, dodgy, of course. Yeah. Well, I'll explain in a minute. But yeah, so, yes. I'm off again. Well, we're lucky we caught you while you're still around, Shane. Yes. Awesome. All right, so on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, and various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. Again, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Our G- our email is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, AllYouNeedIsBlood. Instagram account, AllYouNeedIsBloodPodcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and a few others. Just type in AllYouNeedIsBlood and subscribe and like and comment and, I don't know, I'm just exhausted. Whatever you, do, whatever you gotta do, just do it. Just press a button. Mm-hmm. That's you it. see a button, you right. press it. Yeah. So, Shane, yes. you have been on a whirlwind tour of the UK. Mm. Every hot spot there is. Well, I wouldn't say hot spot, but yeah. <laughs> um, not this weekend gone, but the weekend before, I went to Lincoln to see my buddy Sam for a couple of days. Um, took in the sights. Um Lincoln's a beautiful city. It really is. I was um, I was amazed 
how gorgeous the scenery is there. Um, and uh, for all you serial killer buffs, I actually walked outside the court where um, serial killers Myra Hindley and Ian Brady were tried for the murders of many children in the 1960s. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I took a photo outside the court. Um, yeah, walked into a cathedral. I didn't burn, so I was <laughs> um, Did you start any fires? I didn't. No, I did light a candle, or I did light four candles, but I didn't set anything on fire. And That, I, wasn't, that wasn't supposed to be on fire. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't feel that horrible feeling I get every time I walk near a church or cathedral where it feels like something is like trying to pinch the back of my neck, um, which is kind of standard for me. Um, I get a very uneasy, ch- any a very uneasy feeling if I go towards anything with any religious signals. Mm. Um, it kind of says a lot about my soul or lack thereof. Um, yeah, uh, so we did a bit of shopping as well. Um, <clears throat> bought myself a couple of bits and pieces, and really enjoyed myself. Actually, I just it was a beautiful, beautiful. Uh, weekend um only one small flaw in that plan was um getting off my buddy's sofa i pulled my hamstring oh my god a sofa injury yep getting off the sofa (laughs) i literally lifted my leg up and put it down on the floor and as i put it down on the floor i had a sharp pain go from the heel to my right buttock and i literally pulled all the muscles in my right leg and I'm still, it's not as bad, but for the first three days, I had no sleep. And I was in absolute fucking agony with it. Um, for anybody who's ever pulled a hamstring, you can relate, you can sympathize, because it fucking hurts. Um, but basically, my doctor gave me some medication. Um, he said, yes, this medication works wonders. The only thing he didn't tell me was that it makes you fucking constipated. So, oh, that's the worst. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I was on some top-grade painkillers, which worked a fucking tree, but I couldn't shit for, for anything. So yeah. I abandoned the painkillers, and um, I started just grinning and bearing it because I'm a hardcore motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and who can't shit? <laughs> hardcore motherfucker who can't shit, and he's got, pull on his, he's got pimple on his ass the size of a fucking football or some shit, you know, the bollocks. Um, but I, uh, I got back, I rested up all of last week. Then last Friday, I went to York to go and visit my buddy, Liam, um, stayed up there for a few days where basically on the Friday when I got there, we went shopping where I bought the novelization of the movie Labyrinth. Ooh. Um, which I'm going to save for my next trip. Um, and then basically we sat, we sat at Liam's flat. Um, we ate food. We watched lots of movies. Um, I watched Annihilation for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, that was all right. That was weird. Um, I watched <laughs> Anna and the Apocalypse, which oh, I've heard of that. I can only describe as high school high school musical crossed with Shaun of the Dead. 
So you had zombies and you had people singing about all their woes in life mm. while people are being eaten all around them. And it was weird because it's actually quite a good movie. And I don't do musicals apart from unless it's Rocky Horror or the Buffy episode once more we're feeling. <laughs> Buffy episode. Did you ever see Dead and Breakfast? No, I don't think I have. Okay, because that's another zombie musical. Oh, really? Just, just okay. curious. Okay. Um, yeah, I went to the. Me and Liam went to the movies a couple of times. We went and saw Doolittle, the new one with Robert Downey Jr. Ugh. It was all right. It was kind of funny hearing Robert Downey Jr. with a Cornish accent. So is that what he's doing? Yeah, in that, he, obviously, he's Dr. Doolittle. So, but he has a Cornish accent. And it's like, okay, that was strange. Um, and then we saw Bad Boys 3 on Monday night. Ooh. And that was all right, actually. That was, that was a good giggle. So, um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then I got back. I got back Tuesday evening, um, which... Although my leg was getting a lot better, <laughs> only I could slip down the fucking train platform steps and twist <laughs> again. The same one? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, basically, sharp pain going up my calf and me swearing and cursing and coming up with new swear words that people would probably be very proud of, especially Ozzy Osbourne. And I... It was, I was in agony again, and then I got home, and, well, actually, my buddy Sue gave me a lift, and he picked me up from the train station. Odie! Sorry, I gotta yell at the dog. Yeah. Hey, Odie, leave her alone. Stop biting her face. <clears throat> butter, butter is enraged. Oh, right. Yeah, so, basically... Oh, boy. This, is, this is gonna get bad real quick. Um... <laughs> Odie, be quiet. Come here. Sit. Leave it. Leave it, Odie. Leave it. Good boy. Good boy, leave it. All right. Mm. Yeah, so oh after after being on a diet of vegetarian food for five days, I had to go and get a KFC. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, I got home, I chilled out, I didn't sleep very well because the leg was killing me. And, you know, the last few days have, I've just been readjusting to back to Norwich life. Um, after being in York, I met, oh yeah, while I was in York, a buddy of mine who lives in Doncaster, which is like another city away from York, my friend Rob, um, I finally met him after being friends with him online for the last eight years. So. Cool. That was awesome. And then um, on the 19th of this month, I will be traveling to Chester on a coach. Now, I don't mind doing journey. On a, on a coach? What the hell do you mean a coach? A bus. What you oh. call a bus. <laughs> um, I picture it a horse-drawn carriage. Oh, for fuck's sake. I bet it's like you pay together it. Um, basically, <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, I will be leaving at six thirty in the in the evening and arriving at five thirty in the morning. Um, in Chester, the following day. Um, 
I've then got to hang around and wait for Ed to get up, get up out of bed to come and meet me from the bus station so we can go back to his and then chill out. And then we've got the music festival the following two days. And then um, I come home on the Sunday. Wow, that's a busy weekend, man. Yeah, and then I've got an eleven hour I've got an eleven hour journey on the way back to. Eleven? Yeah. How the hell could it take that long? Um it's a coach that basically picks it picks people up on the way. It's kind of I guess it's like a greyhound bus. Yeah. Yeah. So it picks people up on the way. And it takes in every fucking city that it can on the way. And that's why it takes eleven hours. And oh my god! I've got a layover in London for an hour and twenty minutes, both ways. So Ooh. I won't be going anywhere other than the station that I am, the bus station that I am in, because London, I, it's a nice place to visit. It's a nicer place to leave. Trust me. <laughs> Odie, is that my hat? Give me that. So I'll be finding a cafe where I can drink coffee and stay awake and just relax and read a book on the on the coach journey down there there you go yeah but on the way back i leave at two o'clock in the afternoon and don't get home until 12 50 a.m oh that sucks is it at a bus station or is that by your house it's at a bus station so i've got to get a cab from the house that's the worst so as you can imagine Anybody who tries to speak to me on the Monday will be rewarded with a curt fuck off. Um, <laughs> and that will be it. So, yeah, that one's going to be, that's going to be a killer, that one. It's just the journey alone is going to be a killer. I could do it um, via the train, but it's cheaper, way cheaper for me to get a coach, to get a bus. Yeah. Um, it, return cost is 38 pounds to go on the train would be 276 holy crap yeah so i'll be coaching boy i'm doing a little traveling myself this weekend shane you are where you off to uh i'm uh going on a work trip to san diego nice so i'll be there for a couple days and then i gotta drive up to anaheim which is right. north of San Diego. And then I'll be leaving out of uh, Los Angeles. So hopefully I'll spend like two seconds in Los Angeles. Nice. As, as I drop off the rental car, get into the airport, and fly away. Hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my travel plans for this upcoming week. Should be really annoying. Especially because oh. it's for work. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... Um... That would be slightly irritating. But what are you going to do? So let's see. Um, we you getting into anything else recently? Any uh, good books or any music or anything you've been getting into? Music-wise, um, I've been listening to a lot of retro 80s and 90s rock. So I've been reliving the youth, so to speak. Um, so loads of Motley Crue. Um, Lots of indie stuff, um, Skid Row, and even Bon Jovi. Um, oh my God! I'll tell Elisa. She heard you say that. 
Like, <laughs> even though she's not even in the house, she knows when anyone brings up Bon Jovi. Well, I'm like, oh, right, so I'm expecting her to come back any second. Did he say Bon Jovi? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else? Yeah, um, I met up with my friend Darren, and um, he got me late late Christmas gift. He got me Halloween 3 Season of the Witch on vinyl. Oh, that's awesome. From Mondo Records. Um, what else? I've not actually bought any any soundtracks or any music as such. Um, I've just bought myself a couple of Blu-rays. That's about it. I haven't really bought anything else. Yeah. Um, Monday, I will be picking up Joker. Oh, that didn't come out yet? No, um, it's out on Monday. Oh, okay. So I'll be getting that on Monday evening or Monday morning. The sole purpose to watch it Monday night. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there isn't really anything else that has taken my my fancy, really. There's there's nothing else I want to buy. Not that I can think of. Um, I am going to see Pearl Jam in July. I don't know if I told you that. Maybe. That sounds good, though. Yeah, Pearl Jam and the Pixies co- um, or Pearl Jam headlining with the Pixies as the main support and a few other bands on the bill. And that's eight days before my birthday, so that's a nice birthday treat to myself. Sweet. Which I'm looking forward to. Um, And that's about it. Cool. Let's see. I mean, I've been super busy recently. Um, Got some bad news about one of my animals, Shane. What? So, uh, my cat, Mr. Bosch, Mr. B, he had a bit of a cardiac incident uh, a couple what? weeks ago. Yeah, we um, we noticed him breathing heavy one night, and we immediately took him to the 24-hour veterinary hospital, because Elisa immediately recognized it as uh, something to do with his heart. Right. Took him in, he had a blockage, essentially he had a heart attack, oh my God. and... Um, they had him in the hospital for three three days or so, and he's on a ton of medications. This is about two weeks ago. Right. Um, got out of the hospital. He's back home, and he was a little. He's pretty dodgy for like, I'm gonna say uh, three or four days. We didn't know that he was gonna make it. Um, right. But he's since pulled through. Um, but the prognosis isn't good. Oh so, no. Yeah. Basically, we don't know how much time we have, but we're just gonna try to enjoy however much we got. So that's a bit of a downer. I am really sorry to hear that. Yeah, but he's he's, be, he's back to his complete normal self. Like, you wouldn't know there's anything wrong with him. He's yelling at me. He's being an asshole. He's mouthing off. He's stealing food. So it's like, okay, uh, he's just his normal insane self, I guess. How old is he, man? He's only 12, which is actually young, but they think this might be a genetic component, and he had hyperthyroidism before, like before this last year. So right. we're not we're not too sure. It could have been a combination of things, but that's what they said. Well, you... And then I might actually murder a dog tonight. Well, you keep me posted about Bosch. Will do. Hang on one second. I gotta mute my mic so I can yell at my dogs and not have it recorded. 
<laughs> okay. That's your bias about five seconds. Woo! Actually, speaking of five seconds, let me just go and shut my front door because I think Ziggy is hiding. That's okay, Ziggy was stretched out on the bed. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he is actually. Uh, he makes my fucking spot. <laughs> That's the move. Yeah. And then he gets all upset when you push him out of the way. Or, oh, like last night when I got into bed and didn't realise because I forgot to turn the light on. And <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my cover I have on my, on my bed is black. And of course. Ziggy being black... I didn't see him, and then literally, literally, quite literally, got on the bed and practically kicked him in the head. <laughs> well, sorry, oh, <laughs> and that was it. I'm sure he was not upset at all. He was probably very happy about it. What being kicked in the head by his owner? <laughs> I don't know. So, I, I, Shane, I did watch actually. Uh, Remember this. I finally finished Ash versus the Evil Dead. Finally. Yeah, I know. I, it's just been, I don't know. I don't really have an excuse. I just never finished watching it, but I finally got around and finished it. I was going to say, and you took I, the fucking time. Yeah. I actually ended up liking it. Like, I was like, oh, like, it, there was a part in season two when I was just like, let's, this thing's got to end soon. This is, it's being drawn out, blah, blah, blah. But. <laughs> By the time uh, season three came around, I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going here. So, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. We've reached another moment of calm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, this is so annoying. So, yeah, I liked Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, I'm almost glad it ended, though, because it got so ridiculous at the end of season three. That where... episode, though, I was just like, huh? Yeah, right? Like, you're like, okay, you're going to the future now? Uh, I don't know if I want to see this. <laughs> yeah, kind of glad that they cancelled it when they did. Um, yeah, right. But as, as, as funny as it was, I, and come on, let's face it, Ashy Slashy, what a fucking legend. That was pretty good. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was uh, just the bit when he speeds off in the car. And after waking up from cryogenic sleep, I'm like, what the fuck? I just, I was just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Ash versus Evil Dead, isn't it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of good that it paid homage to, you know, the director's cut ending of yeah. Army of Darkness. But I don't know. Uh, I'm almost glad that that's it. Like, just we could leave it there. It's fine. Hmm. I'm okay with it. Well, Shane, it's now time for our most famous segment that we always have, and it's not just something I made up, where we cover our news and upcoming movies. Oh, that part. Yes, obviously. That yeah. everyone knows, and every fan of the show knows that we do this every time. We do? Sure. Really? So just just happened, Shane, yesterday, Kirk Douglas has died. Yeah, him. The dude was 103. Mm-hmm. That's an A-plus performance, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, but knowing his history, I was reading up on him today. He was a great Hollywood actor. You know, he was great, but there was a very, very dark side to him as well that I discovered. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah. He was a rapist, man. He was a serial rapist. Holy shit, I didn't know that. And um, there's a potential, possibly he was implicated in the murder of somebody, um, of a 23-year-old pregnant woman in the 1950s. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like um, my Twitter feed today was basically, um, do you remember the actress Natalie Wood? Natalie Wood, yes. Yeah. Well, he raped her when she was 15 years old. Oh, God. Kirk Douglas? Yeah. And, uh, oh, he must have been like 90 at the time. <laughs> Dude, Natalie Wood died in 1981. She was 43. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he raped her and it was kept very quiet for many, many years. And um, it was mentioned... Um, it was mentioned in her sister's biography and her sister had brought it to light quite quite a lot, quite frequently. And the fact that she was potentially murdered by Robert Wagner um, on a boat with Christopher Walken. Um, oh no, everybody's not, implicated. Uh, not saying that Christopher Walken was the one who'd done anything, but she was found face down in pyjamas in, in the ocean or by the boat, about a mile away from the boat. So there's a lot of very serious shit going on. But yeah, Kirk Douglas, he raped her when she was 15 and he potentially murdered somebody as well. He's technically got away with murder. Holy shit. Yeah. So there's, it's, um, yeah, Kirk Douglas, he may have been a Hollywood icon, but he was also a very dark, twisted motherfucker as well. So I think then we can all say, so long, creep. Yeah. Or as we would say in the UK, Fuck off, you come. Uh, All right. <laughs> well, Shane, I've got another celebrity death. This one, as far as I know, <laughs> while maybe sleazy is not uh, creepy. Um, Diane Thorne, according to Joe Blow, has passed away. Who's Diane, and, uh, Diane Thorne? Diane Thorne was most famous for her exploitation films in the 1970s. Right. Um, especially the Ilsa series where she played a sexy Nazi commandant that would, um, like, have sex and kill people. And it was the really weird exploitation movies in the 70s. Oh, okay. But apparently she's a very nice lady in in, in uh, real life. Oh. And she was also in a bunch of sleazy 70s movies, um, softcore porn type things with lots of boobs. She had big fake boobs. Right. And she would always show them on the screen. Oh, okay. So. But the Ilsa movies are great. I recommend them to everyone. Yeah. Especially, I think it's Ilsa, Tigress of Siberia. That one starts off with like a chainsaw arm wrestling match. It's really fucking cool. Like a chainsaw arm wrestling match. Yeah, the dudes have chainsaws ripping on either side of their arms. So if you lose the arm wrestling match, you lose your arm. Fucking hell. (laughs) Awesome movie. Wow. So those are all our celebrity deaths for now, Shane. I actually haven't checked in the last five minutes. There may be another one. Oh, um, so long as, I think, as long as it's not 2016 all over again. Yeah, I think I have something even worse than a celebrity death. What's that? That Blumhouse is going to be remaking The Thing. I, um, I saw this, and I can't wait to hear Mike's um, stance on this. I know. I'm so upset that he's not on the podcast. Uh, I, I just wanted to hear an epic rant, and I'm sure he was going to give one. 
See, he could he could have an epic rant, and I could go to bed and wake up, and you guys would still be talking in about eight hours because <laughs> his rant about the thing. I'm not insinuating that Mike is at all obsessed with the movie, um, but you know, it, it could happen. <laughs> I mean, just look at the bank of Kurt Russell nudes that he's got. Yeah, there is that. Um, so they they said that this particular remake is going to focus more on adapting the story. Um, from the newly uncovered uh, novelization, Frozen Hell, oh, okay. which is an expanded version of the short story, Who Goes There? Mm-hmm. Uh, the original, I guess, they uh, the story behind this was um, somebody was uh, making a, uh, a documentary or a history of like sci-fi writers, and um, the, the guy that wrote Who Goes There, all of his notes and stuff were kept on file up in, uh, I think, in Harvard at some college. And um, this writer went and was looking through all his notes and found an entire manuscript for a novel that is about the uh, the thing story. Oh. So uh, they, they recently released it. It just came out, actually. And I purchased this book before I heard anything about this remake happening. Right. I was like, oh, this will be great. I, I'm going on a trip to San Diego. I can read this on the plane. <laughs> so... I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be horrible CGI garbage, and it's going to suck. And why bother, right? I know, but hey, you know what they say: Hollywood, Hollywood has got a pander to the masses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get. Are the masses really calling for a thing remake? Is that what they're craving? Uh, more than likely. <laughs> why not just re-release the original? Yeah, right. Oh my god, I would love to see that. I actually did see it in, in a theater once, but it was like the shitty Seymour Theater. I want like a nice one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright. Also, Shane, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the first trailer from Spiral came out. Spiral? Yeah, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh. This is the next... I guess you'd call it entry into the Saw series or related to the Saw universe somehow. I I, I believe it's starring, and I, I probably should have looked this up, but I believe it's also produced, maybe directed by Chris Rock. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I did see. I haven't seen the trailer. I did read about it. Um, I'm not sure what to make of it. So the, so the trailer, it's Chris Rock, and he's got, I don't know if it's a rookie partner, but it, it, oh yeah, it must be a rookie partner. Um, and he's out, you know, investigating some case. Sam Jackson's involved somehow. Right. There's not a whole whole lot of details. I'm assuming he plays a badass motherfucker. Which he always does. Of course. And I don't know, man. Chris Rock, listen, he is a funny, funny dude, but I just don't know if I can take him seriously. I've never been able to take Chris Rock seriously since watching him in Dogma. Oh my god, I forgot he was actually in that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're just going to be waiting for him to be smirking the entire time. Uh, maybe he's good, you know, maybe this is his turning point and, uh, and he's doing something awesome. I hope so. But at the same time, I just don't give a shit about the Saw series anymore. I don't think I watched the last two. I'm, I, I watched number seven and that was it. I haven't watched. I haven't watched uh, Jigsaw. Uh, right. I've, I never even bothered. Yeah. Um. I think uh, there are just um, 
there's too many films coming out that I want to see, and with all my travel plans going on, I probably don't have enough fucking time to watch it. So, it's, uh, I mean, just, I was watching, I mean, it was only at the weekend I finally managed to watch Bird Box for the first time. Oh, I never even watched that. <laughs> so, and it was, it was okay, you know, as, as Sandra Bullock movies go. Um, it was interesting, an interesting concept of where basically people, there's like these creatures come out of nowhere and they make people see the things they're the most scared of. Mm. Or and basically they end up committing suicide. So you've got all these people fucking just killing themselves, you know, for no reason at all. They see something that they fear and or they see something they want and they can't have it and there's like there's a scene with a woman walking towards a burning car and she says, Mum, don't go anywhere or mother, don't go anywhere and she gets in the burning car. Um, just sits in the passenger seat of the burning car and then the car blows up. And it's like, what the actual fuck? What am I watching? This is weird. <laughs> but um, it was it was quite twisted in in parts of it. But it wasn't a bad movie. Um, it wasn't the best. The soundtrack was really really cool though. That's what got got my attention because it was done by Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the soundtrack is very eerie, very atmospheric, um, and it's it's kind of. It's very relaxed, despite the content of the movie. Mm-hmm. What I mean, um, but it wasn't bad. It's not bad at all. Okay. Yeah. I I watched um, La Yorna, which is a Spanish. Well, I don't know. I, I I don't know that it's Spanish. It's about Hispanic, uh, a ghost legend, as uh, a Mexican ghost legend or something. I don't know that the movie was actually Spanish. Okay. Um, and have you ever seen a ghost movie made after the year 2005? Now you're asking something. (laughs) Because that's what this was. It was the most generic haunted movie you've ever seen in your life. With a girl and like the kids and she's a single mom and the ghost is after them and oh no and it's going to get passed on and it's so goddamn boring I just couldn't bring myself to pay attention to the last half hour so i don't even know how it ended fair enough so yeah not not that hot but you know what i think we both did see shane and i'd like to bring it up if we may okay is the dracula series yeah uh from the bbc mm-hmm. you watched this right i did yes i did watch did, it. Did, did you watch the whole thing i did okay tell me your thoughts on this <clears throat> um in a nutshell, first two episodes were really good. Third episode was kind of lackluster and kind of sucked. Um, basically, it's I will say it's loosely based on the original novel by Bram Stoker. There are lots of elements in there from the original novel, which are really good. Um, the guy who played Dracula was awesome, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clace Bang? Yeah. I think it's how you say his name? Yeah, he's a French actor. Okay. I've never I've never seen him before. Uh, before yeah, neither have I. Yeah, before watching this adaptation of Dracula. And um, I was really impressed with him. You know, I thought his, his acting chops were really good. Uh, 
it was kind of twisted. It was kind of, it was very dark and it was, it was kind of awesome with, he had multiple brides that were male and female Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And how he was getting people to come to work for him at the castle and he was becoming younger by draining their life force and drinking their blood, which as they were getting older and older and more withered. And I thought that was quite cool. That was quite a cool aspect of it. Um, and then, you know, episode two on the boat, I thought was fantastic. It was very claustrophobic, very, very creepy. And... Um, very hmm. oh crap what's the word I'm looking for I think that in episode 2 the characters were, were like that made the episode yeah like yeah. you really got I mean not like super vested but you got you're interested in what happens to each of these characters yeah. stuck on the boat and the um, what was it Van Helsing I thought mm-hmm. she was actually really funny um yeah, they did some real weird comedy stuff, especially in the first episode. Yeah, it was, like it was funny though. Yeah, as you're watching the first episode, you're like, "What is this? Is this a comedy? Is this because it's like you said, it's super dark and like really gothic. Yeah, it's really cool looking. The castle, everything looks great, and and then there's like jokes tossed in and asking about. <laughs> and at one point, where she she looks at the guy in the asylum, dead in the face, and, and is like, did you have sexual intercourse with yeah. Dracula? <laughs> just started dying. <laughs> yeah. Because it was so, it was point blank, just right to his face. <laughs> A twist with him. He's like, I didn't see it coming. I just thought he was like really poor and, you know, really fucking poorly. And then they showed his backstory of how he escaped from the castle, where obviously in the original story, Jonathan Harker escapes by falling out the window. Yeah, right. Going into the monastery. We're in this one. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't fucking seen it. Dracula snaps his neck and then he wakes up. And it's like, hang on a minute, he's dead. Um, <laughs> oh, he's undead. Okay, that's a twist. Didn't see that coming. Um, and it's the way that uh, Van Helsing, sister Van Helsing, is talking to him. And he's got fucking Mina, she's got Mina sat next to her. And I just thought that was really trippy. The scene that really creeped me out was the scene with the fly when it flies on his face and it lands on his eye. And it goes, oh, that's oh. gross. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just thought that was, I really, I, I thought that was really cool how they did that. Um, I like, I like in that first one where, uh, where he's in the castle and Dracula's telling him, you need to write a letter to Mina telling her that you're not going to make it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he's like, but what about the baby? And Dracula goes, there is no baby. Yeah. It's like, I, he's like, I hear the baby crying. And then you start hearing this baby crying and Dracula's like, there's no baby. There just isn't. And then he like picks up this like baby bassinet. Yeah. And like carries it upstairs. Yeah. That was fucked up. That was. Oh, it was so fucked up. No, but there was parts like that where you're like, oh, this is really, really cool. And like you said, the second episode, same thing. You're invested in the characters. You're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You know, Dracula's picking people off one by one. And then the third episode just, in my opinion, fell to shit. Yes. And 
uh, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. So uh, I'll, I'll spoil this because really this third episode, I, I would have recommended this show 100% if like the first two episodes were essentially the first season. And I'd be like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens in the next season. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because it ended this way, I'm like, don't watch it. It sucks. Um, it was just, it, it was, it was the way how they decided to bring it to present day. Yeah. And that the, um, the Harker Institute, um, obviously funded by the money that Mina Harker had gotten from the paper that she'd written or the book that she'd written or whatever the fuck it was that she'd written. Um, it was, uh, where they were investigating Dracula and, you know, them trying to find his body in the ocean and stuff. And then they do find him. And it's like how he wakes up and it's like he bites off that, that woman's finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they then capture him and they've got him in a fucking, they've got him in that cell. And the fact that he has a solicitor or a lawyer, you know, and... Well, how does he get that lawyer, Shane? Apparently, because he had solicitors or lawyers back in the 1800s, they kept him on file. Yeah, but how did he get in touch with this lawyer? He had a tablet. (laughs) They gave gave Dracula Dracula a fucking tablet. A tablet with Skype and internet access. Yes. What the fuck? What gets me is how the fuck did Dracula manage to access the internet when he was he's like 500 years old? Well, they say he said the password was his name. It's like, what the fuck is this? Well, plus Shane, if you remember, they imply that he learns things oh, yeah. from ingesting blood. Yeah, his previous video. So if he... Right, if he drank that that girl's finger blood, then maybe he got enough info to know how to run a tablet. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. But but at the same time, it is so stupid. You've got this like murderous vampire locked up, and some lawyer shows up and is like, "You got to let my client out." And they go, yeah. "Okay, sure. Here you go. And Have a nice day, Dracula." And then and then Lucy, fucking hell! Oh my god, Lucy, Lucy Westenra. Right, young, beautiful black lady. Yeah, I'll give her that. She's gorgeous. And the fact that because it skips forward so many, so many months after he's been released, it then makes you wonder, right, how many people has he eaten? Um, yeah. How many brides does he have stashed away? And then it transpires that on the day or the week before she gets married, before Lucy gets married, it turns out he's actually been seeing her on the side and he's been feeding off her. So that was kind of bizarre. And then he gives her the big reveal saying, oh, yeah, you know, I can tell when people are either dead or in the ground or they're still awake in their coffins. And that was weird. That was really fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then there was the little kid. You know, the, the corpse of the little kid that was following them around. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. In the cemetery. And that was just weird. That was really creepy, actually. And then it gets towards the end where it was probably the worst ending I've seen for Dracula, any kind of Dracula story. (laughs) You know, 
It's like, it's the sunlight. I'm not allergic to the sun. What the hell? Crucifix. No, you don't have to worry about that. Because basically he's learned over the years through people that he's fed that they know through the movies, Dracula is allergic to sunlight and he dies in sunlight and he's abhorred by the cross. Right. And they completely debunked all that. <sighs> so stupid. And then Dracula drinks fucking... Cancer blood. Cancer blood. Which kills him. Yeah, that, that's how you kill Dracula. Cancer blood. Yeah. If you got cancer, just... Sh- just, you know, it's like, I don't fucking joke about it, stuff like that. But if you know anyone who's got cancer and you want to kill a vampire, let them feed off him, you know? Yeah, let them feed off. Well, hey, listen, worst case scenario, they get immortality, so. Yeah, good point. It'd be fucking boring, though. Yeah, especially if you have to watch shows like Dracula from fucking the BBC. Well, that so. is, it is the BBC for you. Oh, I was so disappointed, Shane. Like, it started yeah. so good, I was so excited, and yeah. it just went to shit. I think it was the overall opinion of everybody that they watched it with the intention of enjoying it, and they became... Yeah. It was just a letdown. It was a complete Butter. letdown. And it's a shame. Motherfuckers. Oh, that's the BBC for you. The BBC can never get anything fucking right when it comes to adaptations of classic novels. They fucked up the remake of The War of the Worlds recently. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, the new there was a new adaptation of War of the Worlds, which I never watched, but I read about it, and basically they fucked that up as well. I think it was them that did that Frankenstein show I was watching, that I watched one season of, and said, wow, this is really good. And then a second season started, and I watched two episodes, and I said, fuck this, I'm not watching this. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Ugh. That had Sean Bean in it. It was good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what the BBC have a tendency to do. This is why I barely watch anything from the BBC these days. And if I do yeah. watch anything on the BBC, it's usually from my DVD collection. Because <laughs> I, don't, I so, don't watch something from back in the day. I don't watch live TV. I don't watch BBC at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if for our US folks, this is the Dracula show on Netflix. Uh, yeah, you got it on Netflix and we got it on the BBC. Right. But then it was on the, I watched it on the iPlayer, mm. which is the UK equivalent of, I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. But it's not on the UK Netflix. So you guys got it on Netflix. We just got it on normal TV. Yeah. All right, Shane. I think we've had enough talking about terrible british things i want to talk more about terrible british things come on <laughs> well we might have a couple how would you like to talk about some uh some hammer movies oh go on then <laughs> Actually, oh, all right. what? i was just thinking because i know mike really wanted to join in on the hammer conversation yeah i was just thinking maybe we could leave it for when mike is with us because i know he really we can do that let me get let me get one or two in here because okay. i literally shane i went on a fucking binge oh <laughs> so <laughs> well, I'll sk- I'll pick two of them that I got on my list here. I've got like a ton more that I watched. Um, originally, the idea was we're going to do some Hammer movies, but we weren't going to do uh, like the Dracula or Frankenstein series right. because everybody watches. Uh, well, they should anyway. Anyone should watch those. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were going to pick some movies that weren't your standard Hammer fare. Um, and I thought that's a, a nice little change. Yeah. Let's see. Um, but, 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 but I'll go with this one. This one's kind of a classic. Uh, 1964, The Gorgon. Oh my god. 
Oh yeah, I'm digging deep, Shane. Yeah, man. That's um, is that David Prowse who plays the Gorgon? Oh no, no. Tom. Um, I don't believe he plays the Gorgon. I thought it was the woman in the movie. I thought it was Tom Baker who played. Don't Tom Baker, one of the original Doctor Who's. Oh crap! Oh, now, now I'm gonna have to Google it. I thought I had this all written down. Let's see here. Ba, 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 ba. Prudence Hyman. Oh, <laughs> dear, that's a quite unfortunate. <laughs> Plays the Gorgon. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a fake name. Somebody just made that up. That's a stage name. Has Nobody been. has that name. I've not heard of anybody with a surname of Hyman. <laughs> Prudence Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, fuck. That's funny. All right. <laughs> So this was directed by Terrence Fisher, and if you know anything about Hammer movies, you know Terrence Fisher. He's the Hammer King. All the great Draculas and Frankensteins and everything else, Terrence Fisher's that classic Hammer director. Um, So if you're watching a movie that has that, like, gothic Hammer feel, it's probably because of him. Um, uh, Peter Cushing's in it. He plays a doctor with a secret. Christopher Lee is in it. He plays a badass investigative scientist. Uh, Barbara Shelley, who's a staple in British films in the 60s and 70s, plays the main girl who, spoilers, is turns into the Gorgon, but it's obvious in the beginning of the movie. There's only one woman in the movie. Um, and Richard Pascoe plays the main character, but nobody gives a shit about him because all we're waiting for is more screen time for Cushing and Lee. Yeah. Because that's all you want when you got one of these. And there's some great stuff. There's a couple fight scenes with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. They're, like, yelling at each other. This is early enough in their careers that they're still jumping around. And Christopher Lee's, like, fighting guys off with stabs and stuff. It's pretty good. And, uh, yeah, it's got that great hammer feel. Uh, the only downside is that the monster looks terrible. It's, yeah. um, it's, a, it's a bad makeup job. And even Christopher Lee said that, that that was his one regret on the film, was that if the, he says if the monster was better, this would be one of the more well-known, well-loved Hammer films. But uh, because the monster looked like shit, everyone's like, nah, don't like it. So, you ever seen this one? Many years ago. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know, a Gorgon is like a Medusa-type monster that turns you to stone yeah, and has snakes yeah. on the head and everything. It's one of those films that I probably watched only once mm -hmm. and completely forgot about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, oh, excuse me! Oh, shit! Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably one of those movies that I completely forgot about over the years um, after watching maybe once. Wow. Yeah, it's it's not one of the best. I mean, I enjoyed it because I love having Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, uh, Terrence Fisher. Like, it's just, it's that classic formula. Yeah. And it, it, if you're a fan of the Hammer movies, it's worth watching because it has all that stuff you like in it. The big gothic castle and the lightning and the cemetery and, you know, some big doofy guy fighting people. Yeah. But. So, yeah, that's recommended. Um. Let me go with one more here, Shane, that I got picked out. 
Uh, this one I thought was really interesting. Um, this is 1963's Maniac. And this is not the Maniac film with Joe Spinell or the one with, um, what's his face? Uh, not Harry Potter. Was it Harry Potter or Spider-Man? <laughs> no, you're thinking um, Frodo Baggins. Uh, Frodo! Yeah. It was Frodo, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even remember his name, because he was also in Cooties. Yes. Um... Well, now I can't remember his name. Shit. Elijah Wood. Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. Um, no, this one is a black and white picture. Uh, 1963, like I said. It's directed by Michael Carreras, right. who also did uh, Prehistoric Women and Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, um, which are just two other Hammer films. Yeah. But those, this those, one is... What's that? Those were classics. Yeah. Right, this one I I don't think I'd heard of, or maybe I read about it somewhere because I remember hearing about this plot. Um, the movie opens with like a creepy dude trying to rape a young girl uh, down in France, only for the father to smash this guy over the head with a wrench, and then take a blowtorch to his face. Nice. And it's like, right. I'm like, whoa, okay, here we go, folks. We're off to a hot start here. Yeah. It's all black and white. It's all beautiful, absolutely beautifully shot. And then uh, some years later, I think it's like five years or more, um, this jerk American, played by Kerwin Matthews, arrives in France, and uh, he hits on this hot young bartender, who was the girl from the beginning of the movie. Right. And and then her stepmom, uh, played by Nadia Gray, steps in, and he immediately drops hitting on the daughter and starts banging the mom. Ah! Um. And this, the, the mom convinces this chump to help break her psycho husband who blowtorched the guy's face off uh, to sneak him out of the insane asylum. Right. And it, it writes, it's fucking weird. So then after a series of close calls and a bunch of twists and turns, the, the, like the whole plot comes together at the end where everything's sort of explained. And there's a, there's a really nice twist in it that you... Even the, you as the audience member, you think you know what's going on, but then you're like, oh, no, that wasn't that guy. That was that guy. Yeah. And, like, all the pieces fall in together. Um, it's it's kind of like a giallo a little bit. Like, it's, it's shot very European, almost Italian. It's in France. Everybody's got a French accent. It stars an American. It's not like any Hammer movie I have ever seen. Right. Um... So it's not it's not really like a hammer picture, but I ended up enjoying it a lot. I thought it was really good. There's not a lot of death or nudity or anything, but it's just like this classic black and white. Like you're trying to figure out what's going on. There's like a detective on the case, and then there's a bumbling cop that's like the local cop. And I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really good, and the ending was great. So that's a 1963's Maniac. Okay. So have you ever seen a Hammer movie that's sort of like that? Like, it's not it's not what you expect when you think of a Hammer movie. Not really. Well, I probably have, but, I mean, it would, it would take some to come back to. Right. You know, but... Yeah, you, you probably thought, like, we're watching it, when watching a movie, you're like, oh, that was pretty good, and you didn't even realize that it was like a Hammer movie. Apart from that new movie, or I say new movie, when they started making movies again in the early 2000s, that, oh right, yeah, the that, um, Wakewood. 
Wakewood, the woman in black. Yeah. So and believe, there were others I too. Anna was responsible for that remake. For that. They did. Did they do Let the Right One In? Yeah, they did the remake of it. Let right, right, right. Yeah, which I so, watched. I thought it was all right. No, I've, I've, uh, I've not watched the. I've not watched Let Me In. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I watched both of them. Uh, it was okay. Um, what's her face? The girl. Um... Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes, Chloe Grace Moretz. I mean, she's good. I think she's good in most of the stuff she does. I mean, she was in the remake of Carrie, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, that was shit. Yeah. Um, also, she was Hit Girl in Kick-Ass 1 and 2. Right. And I fucking love those movies. Yeah, 2 is weird. That's a weird fucking movie, man. But it's got the motherfucker in it. Come on. <laughs> the motherfucker. <laughs> what was that huge Russian lady? What was her? Oh name? Christ! Got, um, Mother Russia. Oh Mother Russia! Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was so funny. I got. I only watched that one time. I should watch that movie again. You need to watch it again because it is pretty fucking funny. It's just uh, everything about it was just it is it was kind of wrong, but also funny. That was also the movie Jim Carrey filmed and tried to get fired from while he was filming the movie because he didn't believe in the violence. Like, hold on a fucking second. You're playing a character in a movie called Kick Ass, which is about kicking ass. Oh, yeah. Beating up the bad guys. And you don't want to be violent in this movie? No wonder his character got killed and had his head cut off. Yeah. Like, all right, we'll write you out. (laughs) Yeah, that was just fucking. Well, I'll save all my other Hammer t- Hammer films for the next time Mike comes on, yeah. Shane. Because I got a stack of them. I've been watching a bunch of Mummy movies as well. Yeah, I think that's only fair, because I know I know he really wanted to be, be part of this tonight. It was his idea. Yeah. So, Hammer movies. That's cool. Did- yeah, we'll save them from next time. We'll have something else, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. There's going to be something amazingly terrible that comes out, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have to talk about it and shit on it. Mm-hmm. We always... Just like Dracula. Yeah. Apart from the first two episodes. Watch the first two episodes. Just avoid the first They they were good. I think watching that definitely the first one. Yeah. Just to get an idea of um how they were messing with the story and, you know. Uh, the influences on it were also good too. Like if you notice in the beginning of that first one, like he they really played up how he how Dracula looked in sort of um uh Francis Ford Coppola's yeah. movie. And then in like the second one, um, he's got like a lot of Christopher Lee and yes. um, and uh, Boris Karloff in him, like the the the, the outfit that he's wearing. And a bit Frank Frank Langella as well, I thought. Oh yeah, right, the BBC yeah. one. Yeah, there's another good BBC one, Shane. What? Wasn't that BBC? Yeah, that was. Wow. And now Odie has flipped over his bed. You little shit. <coughs> what an asshole. Oh. All right, Shane, I'm going to let you go then. Oh, um, that's probably the shortest podcast we've done in history. Yeah, well, listen, sometimes you got to do a short one. I still got to make dinner. I got to feed these animals before they riot. Yeah. Before Odie starts flipping over my own bed. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, 
Oh, because there were some trailers I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, let's bring up the trailers. Yeah, I can't, can't remember what they were. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, it was, it's really funny because I was saying to someone last night, I said, yeah, I've got to rewatch all these trailers because I'm recording a podcast tomorrow. And then I was sitting there and I was watching Doomsday tonight. Oh, right. And it got to like quarter to ten. I was like, fuck, I'm recording a podcast in half an hour. And I'll just watch the rest of the film. I'm looking to see if you posted them in the group chat, and I don't see it. I don't think oh. I did. I think I mentioned something about I saw a few trailers, and I was going to talk about films that I've watched over the last couple of weeks. Top upcoming trailers. Okay, there's a bunch in here, but I don't know if oh. we've... Oh, you know, okay, we there's a couple on here we can talk about okay. that I know I've seen. Or, I'm sorry, I've seen the trailers of. Yeah. So uh, there's The Grudge. That looks like shit. Yep. Less said about that, the better. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Island. That looks weird. That looks very weird. That looks so weird. That trailer played during the Super Bowl. That trailer played um, when I went to see Bad Boys 3 on Monday night. Really? It's so weird. They're they're doing a horror movie at a Fantasy Island. It's such an odd concept. Yeah, it's... um, It looks... I don't know. It looks weird. It looks interesting. There's got to be some really fucking nasty dark twist in there somehow. Yeah. Odie, stop eating my sock. Is that a clean sock? You son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, this fucking dog. Yeah. Murder him. But, um, I was trying to think of what else there was. Uh, we got, let's see what's on here. Um, Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, that one. That's, um,. That's an interesting, that's another interesting take on a classic grim type, grim fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, um, oh, what was her name? She played the ball queen in First Contact. Alice Creech. She plays the witch. Oh, really? Yeah, and this one looks quite dark. It looks quite sinister. And it could, it's got, it's, got a witch feel about it actually just from the trailer alone um i thought oh it's directed by oz perkins i didn't know that now i'm excited yeah so for those who aren't familiar who is oz perkins uh oz perkins directed one of my favorite movies of of the last decade the black coat's daughter ah um he also uh did some writing on a bunch of various movies um and um a little bit of acting work oh my god he's in dead and breakfast i can't believe i mentioned that movie today (laughs) no way as i'm reading it what a fucking coincidence um he's somebody's son why can't i remember who (laughs) (laughs) oh let's see here son of anthony perkins that's who he is holy shit (laughs) yep norman bates himself yeah why Odie! Sorry, Shane. That's all right. <laughs> Another round of yelling at the dog. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> so, what else was there? Um, Give me one second. I'm going to open the gate and just let them loose in the house, okay. and hopefully they'll be far enough away. <laughs> Give me one second. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're loose and they're quieter because they're in a different room. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that kind of worked. 
Oh, we'll still hear him. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, there's that. But you know, now I'm really excited about Gretel and Hansel now. I didn't know Oz Perkins uh, directed it. Um, he's pretty cool, so hopefully that's going to be great. Yeah. And also, Shane, uh, Color Out of Space. Yeah, that looks kind of interesting. Right? Yeah. Nicholas Cage? Yes. HP Lovecraft? Yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah, that does. I saw the trailer for that, and that looks really cool. That's one of so, those movies, wear it, wear it 30 years ago when I was off my head on acid. I would have probably watched that and freaked out at the same time. <laughs> you would have been running out looking for the color? Yeah, I would. I would have, because I would have been so off my head on LSD. It would have been... It, I would have probably sat there and gone, wow. And just... Would you have been more or less crazy than Nicolas Cage? Oh, definitely more crazy. How is that possible? That's like maximum cage crazy, cage crazy. Yeah, I well, know, but it's like that's like his his next movie. He's playing himself trying to get a role in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I read about it on Twitter. And I was like, what the fuck? Nicholas play Nicholas Cage playing himself, trying to get a role in a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's the premise. I don't even want to watch that movie. I want to watch that in real life. I want to see him going to try to get a Tarantino movie. That would be pretty epic, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's fucked anyway. So, still, it was pretty entertaining. So, yeah, we got a couple things to look forward to right now. Um... I'm sure there's a bunch of shit that I didn't watch either. Oh, oh the grudge looks like shit. Fuck that. Grudge looks awful. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I I want to see. Obviously, you got Birds of Prey, which is the um, Harley Quinn movie, which comes right. That's out now. Yeah, that comes out this week in the UK. Supposedly, it's fine. Yeah, I've heard that it's been getting really, really good reviews. Anything's got to be better than Suicide Squad, let's face it. Because um, <laughs> Suicide Squad was awful, apart from oh, Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was something I, want, I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember. Fucking love. Oh, boy. Uh, this is the start. Yeah, I'll probably remember it later. You'll get a message at three in the morning. This is the fucking movie I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I'll just splice it in. It'll be my own voice doing an impression of yours. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fucking funny, actually. I could just pick... Miss Congeniality 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just splice that in. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> hey, you can put that in after the grudge. Rod looks like shit. God, fuck me, that stank as well. Jesus. Not surprised. Oh my god. What? Oh wow. That's rough. Shit. What have I been eating? <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Wow. All right, Shane. Well, let me let you air out your room. I'll go see if uh, if the dogs are still alive downstairs. The fucking windows are open, man. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus. This could well be the final podcast I ever do because I'll gas myself out with my own gas. I'm sure Ziggy will tear through your body to get out. Oh, Ziggy will probably just fucking piss on me or something like that, you know. Yeah, right. Well, he's like, you already smell like a litter box. What's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, oh, man. That's too funny. But, yeah. Well, as always, since we're going to end it on that note, it's uh, been a pleasure. Yeah, man. Thanks for getting on here. We'll get. We finally got something recorded this fucking year. Yeah. Woohoo! Yay! And uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening. Come back for more. We'll have some more goodies, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. You know, we are respectable people. Sure. Apparently, allegedly. And if you want to, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail dot com. The Facebook group. All you need is blood. Instagram account. All you need is blood podcast. And if you want to get a hold of me uh, on Twitter, I'm at Ryan Tutelo. On Instagram, all you need Ryan. I'm also on Facebook. You can find me on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. I'm still around there, mostly arguing with Mike about video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, how about yourself, Shane? Um, you can find me on Instagram, De- uh, RoboGinge74. You can find me on Twitter, Dead Cell Society. Um, obviously. The All You Need Is Blood podcast group on Facebook. Uh, that's about it. All right, great. Well, thanks for coming on, Shane. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll just say bye for now. Laters, bitches. Oh, my God. You know what scares me? What's that? They're actually quiet now, so I know they're doing something completely horrible. <laughs> I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go down there, and there's going to be a whole torn in the middle of the couch and the, and the dog's just going to be in the couch that would be kind of funny if you like kind of recreating the alien film oh my god yeah I should probably go take care of that and if Elisa comes home and finds the dogs wandering around I'm going to be in real trouble <laughs> yeah I, I can picture it film it you need to film her reaction and post it on Facebook